0: Hello and welcome to the Vetches Up Podcast. I'm Elise Morales. I'm Brian Russell-Smith. And for those of you who are just tuning in, the Betcha Sup Podcast is your weekly rundown of all the crazy shit that's happened in the news explained by your two funniest friends. Which is us! Today we're talking about Felicity Huffman.
1: Brett Kavanaugh.
0: And a few surprises. Uh, Let's get into it! Betches Media presents. I
2: like beer. I don't know if you, do. Okay. Do you like beer, Senator, or not. Um, my party is going bat- crazy. <laughs> You're the pop- Alternative facts. Oh, goodness. The Betches Sup Podcast.
0: America! Hooray! Hooray. We have surprises we have today. Surprises.
1: I, I, I know what Elisa's is, but she doesn't know what mine is. Yeah.
0: You don't know, like, the full content yeah, yeah. of my surprise?
1: I know what it's about. But
0: I know nothing about your surprise. Do you,
1: want me, do you want me to go first? Or do you want to go okay. first? Okay. How do yeah, you want to do okay.
0: this? Um, It's part of my
1: getting me through. So I could go. I could. You could ask me and then I'll. OK, you. great.
0: I'll ask you. I'll, I'll, I'll. <laughs> OK, I'm so excited. Oh, my God. OK, Brian, what's been getting you through this week in Trump's America?
1: Well, there's two things, one personal and one okay. podcast related. Well, okay. newsy. Um, so the personal one. So mm-hmm. last week I moved in to my new apartment with my boyfriend. Yes. Um, which is not the surprise. <laughs> and so over the weekend, we've been like talking about this for a while. But we were like, let's just do it. Okay. So what we did is, hold on. We got a puppy. Oh my God. <laughs> Her name is Betty. Oh! Betty Warren Pasquale Smith. <laughs> oh my God. She is a cobapoo.
0: She, You guys, this puppy is so cute
1: I haven't grammed her yet she's three pounds
0: wow I can't believe that you've refrained from gramming I
1: have to get the right photo yeah I understand I've taken some I've just been too in the moment right now
0: oh my god this puppy is really cute i I know
1: I'm so pissed off that I'm here right now
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh my god but yeah
1: that's just some very exciting personal That's amazing. stuff amazing I've just wanted a dog, you know, like my whole life
0: You have to get pet portrait mode The new mm-hmm. iPhone has pet what? portrait mode I yes. had no
1: idea, oh Which my god
0: I didn't realize that regular portrait mode Like you, you <laughs> couldn't d- use it for your pet. <laughs> didn't apply I've been taking pictures of Biz with regular portrait mode Like an idiot Yeah, I bet
1: you feel <laughs> real stupid
0: Yeah, exposing <laughs> her to the wrong cameras No wonder her career hasn't gotten off the ground Yes, yes
1: <laughs> All right. So that was my personal getting me through. I'm oh excited God. to share that news with that you beautiful. and our listeners.
0: Please continue to update us on the journey I will. of your puppy.
1: I will. It's been great so far.
0: That's beautiful. Uh, I was really, I was like, what is he going to tell me? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just a very exciting time. Yeah. You know. That's beautiful. Yeah. Okay. So it's actually getting me through this week in Trump's America. Um, So we're finally seeing some repercussions to this college admissions scandal. Yes. So um, over the weekend or Friday, Felicity Huffman um, was finally sentenced. She was sentenced to 14 days in prison and has to pay a $30,000 fine for her role in what the authorities have called the largest college admissions scam ever prosecuted. Um, So she'll be in federal prison for two weeks. Wow. Um, But she's going to be in a very cushy, nice place. It has like French vanilla cappuccino. What? Bottled water.
0: Where is this place?
1: Um, It's called FCI Dublin. I don't know the exact location. We Google it. it. It's
0: just an Airbnb. We're like, what? (laughs) 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 Oh, cool. (laughs) It's actually
1: the Trump Resort. (laughs) <laughs> and got, in Ireland um, No so people some people started like on Twitter were like pissed off about this because you know There are definitely a lot of cases especially involving women of color where they've you know Kelly Williams Bullard um, she's a black woman she was charged with a felony for using her father's address to get Her child into a better school district um,
0: Yes and then the other one that I heard of was Tanya McDowell who was A Homeless mother and she got five Years in prison for sending her Son to basically what was like Amounted to a better school in the wrong district
1: Yeah so there's all these uh, cases of that Um, John Legend made a point On Twitter uh, basically Saying that the issue isn't that Felicity Huffman should get more prison time but That sending people to prison is not a Productive way to improve society For anyone so it's like You know Maybe she should have I don't know. It's it's complicated. Yeah. I feel weird about it because you know it's like you're hoping that someone might take set, use her as an example. However, she like her versus like Lori Laughlin, Like she spent fifteen thousand dollars to correct her daughter's SATs. Lori Laughlin and her husband paid five hundred thousand dollars <laughs> to to designate her daughter as a crew team. Yeah. So it's like yes, these are like kind of different cases, and like, but still like, but yeah, it's just a problem with our judicial system, yeah. our justice system.
0: I mean, it's definitely like. I don't know. I'm not I guess I I agree with what John Legend said like I'm not necessarily like we should have thrown Felicity Huffman away for life. But <laughs> get, get her out of society. She's dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> like but it's just it's fucked up that these, you know, women of color who have committed what is essentially the same crime mm-hmm. trying to finesse their kid into a school that technically yeah. they couldn't, weren't supposed to get into to try to get them ahead ahead in their education. Like even though it's different, the motivations behind what each one was doing was exactly the same. Like
1: yeah.
0: I'm breaking the law to try to get my kid ahead in their education and one gets five years and she gets, yeah. You know, but, and the, probably these women didn't have access to the lawyers yes. that Felicity Huffman It's, it's has extremely
1: frustrating to. when you think about all the stuff that she already has and that she was able to, you know, use her, like, notoriety and her money to probably get a lesser sentence.
0: Yeah. It's not, I guess what I'm saying is, like, I don't think that Felicity Huffman should have been, like, thrown away. I just wish that these women also only got, like, 14 days and a fine.
1: Um, you know? But so this has made me think about Lori Laughlin. Yes. Who. Um, as we all know, did not take a plea deal like Mm -hmm. Felicity Huffman. Because she thought it was a joke. Because she thought she... So so a source told people that she didn't understand the entire nature of the charges against her, and she wasn't even sure if or how she had broken the law. She has terrible (sighs) lawyers. It was very early, and she didn't have all the information that she has now. Based on what she understood at the time, she made the best choice for herself. Now there is no deal on the table, and she has to have faith. The courts and the prosecution will move fairly and not make an example out of her.
0: My question is like, okay, I just think about myself in these situations and mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I've been charged in the largest college yeah. admission scandal. I paid $50,000 to pretend my kid was on the crew team. 500,000. 500,000. I'm so sorry. I'm very rich. I paid 500,000. <laughs> my husband made all the target clothes. Yes. Like, I, um, Before I said yes or no on a plea deal, I would want to make sure that I had like a very thorough understanding mm-hmm. of what would happen. I feel like Lori Laughlin didn't even do a Google. I know. She's not even going online being like, you know how like you all have a friend who's a lawyer and you're like, Hey you'll like hit uh-huh. them up and be like, Hey, what's the deal? I feel like she didn't text her friend who was a lawyer and be like, Hey, do you think like this is a like this crime? Is this ma- a big deal. Yeah, is, is mail fraud a big deal <laughs> or like what's like? Is that really a crime? You know, mm-hmm. she. I feel like she didn't reach out to anybody.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know.
0: <laughs> I don't know who her support system she's was like, in this. I'm
1: rich. It's kosher.
0: Yeah, and I don't know what her lawyers told her, but also sometimes people don't listen to her lawyers. And I'm starting to get a picture of Lori Laughlin as maybe not the sharpest tool. Well, in um, the shed. I, I just
1: think it's so funny. Like when she went to like the, her first court appearance, she's like signing autographs yes. and like smiling and like it, like it's no big deal. Um So now apparently She's reportedly doing A lot of yoga To stay zen Because she feels like She's in her own Personal prison Same um, <laughs> Same <laughs> I, Yeah I always feel like I'm in my own Personal prison And I go to
0: yoga To stay zen
1: In my mansion um, um And then I go to yoga So it's very much Like prison As I imagine <laughs> Um She's scared and upset, but she's resolved to be strong and to fight this. She will do what she has to do to protect herself and her family, according to a source from people.
0: And her court date is set for October 2nd, I'm seeing here.
1: So we'll see. I'm
0: excited for that.
1: I mean, she has a maximum of 40
0: years. (laughs) (laughs) She's... It's it, you know what it's rare where you get a case like this and you really don't have to feel bad for the person yeah. at all. Uh-huh. And I really i I try to come mm. on this podcast with a lot of empathy and be an open hearted person, but I have <laughs> zero room to I feel know. bad for Lori Loughlin, I'm so, or Massimo <laughs> yeah. or Olivia Jade, uh-huh. the whole crew. They're they're like hilariously. I, I love dumb villains yeah. and they're hilariously dumb villains. It's
1: like it was like I just like the whole Photoshop, you know, like they put her body on an Asian girl's her her head on an Asian girl's body. Cool, and to make her like look like a slight rower, but like <laughs> it's just so bizarre. Good lord, it's hilarious.
0: It's it it is. It is. And also that Olivia Jade's like dorm room was sponsored by like Target Amazon. or Am- or it was Amazon. Amazon. It was Amazon Dorm or whatever. What a great
1: sponsorship.
0: And also like. Before this, I honestly never realized that Massimo was a person. Like I knew the no. brand yeah. Massimo, but to find out in one fell sweep that Massimo is a man, he's married to Aunt Becky, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they committed the were a part of the largest college admission scandal in yeah. history is just had she an just, extraordinary amount of information.
1: I mean, look at Felicity Huffman. She had a movie that just came out on Netflix like a month ago. And no one like batted an eye. No. She's and she f- was
0: great. you watched it? When they see us. Because she was in um yeah, the Ava Duvernay like series about the Central Park Five.
1: Oh, I didn't realize she was that, but she oh. was also in she was also in this other movie that was with Angela Bassett. Oh, I didn't see that. And um the Patricia Arquette. And no one says anything. She's she's, a, she's yeah. gonna she's gonna do her time and she's gonna come out and have the same career she did before. Maybe she'll do some activism to help social justice.
0: That would be great. That
1: would be great. But Lori Laughlin. Not the same situation.
0: No. Okay. No, definitely not.
1: Um, Elise, what is getting what is getting you through this week okay. in Trump's America? What's
0: getting me through, and it's it's semi so this is my semi surprise for you because mm-hmm. you told me before we podcasted that you have not had any time to look into this story. Mm-hmm. And me Mile, I've had all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> So I'm very excited to present to you what's getting me through this week in Trump's America is Joe Biden's story about Facing off with a Delawarean gangster named Corn Pop. Oh okay.
1: <laughs> oh my God, I love Corn Pops.
0: I there's so much to love in this story. Uh, so basically, what happened was a clip resurfaced. Joe Biden. Joe Biden's known for like telling the same stories a lot, mm-hmm. uh, as is any any respectable grandpa. Yes. That's just mm-hmm. like I don't fault him for that. He's mm-hmm. a grandpa. That's what that grandpa's gonna grandpa is going to grandpa. So he has this story, uh, which he told, and it, it's about. So Joe Biden used to be a lifeguard at a pool in a predominantly black neighborhood in Delaware. Consequently, that pool is now named the Joseph R. Aqua- Biden Aquatic Center. Mm. <laughs> Um, but he was a lifeguard at this pool and he has a story about how he had a run in with this gangster who named corn pop, who was the leader of a gang called the Romans. This apparently went down in 1962 and basically the way the story goes is that corn pop does an illegal dive off of the diving board and Joe Biden calls him a name that is some name that's related to a synchronized swimmer who was famous at the time This enrages corn pop. Joe Biden <laughs> Joe oh Biden kicks corn pop out of the pool. He then meets up with corn pop later and corn pop has a knife and threatens to slice Joe Biden. But then Joe Biden apologizes for making the comment about the synchronized swimmer. And he and, and he and corn pop are able to kind of cool it And he's he's very tough. The story, he comes off very tough, but also decisive and apologetic in a way that Joe Biden of now has not been able to Mm -hmm. do at all. Um, So this story came back up basically because um, the senior writer at The Root, Michael Harriet, tweeted a thread about it, basically being like, you know, this story sounds like something an old white guy makes up about him fighting with like a scary black gangster named corn pop. Mm-hmm. Also the clip of him telling the story that, uh, that resurfaced, he's surrounded by like, yeah, all these children of color and their faces as he's like rambling through this story, because it also like the full clip of him telling the story is like two minutes long and half of it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> um, their faces are like so blank and they're just like, why is this happening? Uh, and he did use it to make a weird statement on race that it's like, I don't know why we're telling this story about you and corn mm-hmm. pop and he does working that quite at a, a black lot. pool. Like, I don't understand. But anyway, so most people, the story came out and everyone was like, this is a weird story that we think Joe Biden made up. But then a CNN fact checker went back and found an obituary for this man In Wilmington, Delaware, William L. Cornpop Morris. And he also found a newspaper clipping describing the Romans, a.k.a. the gang that Biden name dropped. And then he went and asked the former mayor of Wilmington. And the mayor was like, yeah, that's Cornpop.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: (laughs) So uh, in honor of Joe Biden's story being true, we are going to play. I'm going to play you a clip. And you can hear the vice president, former vice president, in his own words, talking about Cornpop.
2: And Corn Pop was a bad dude, and he ran a bunch of bad boys. And I did. And back in those days, to show how things have changed, one of the things you had to use, if you used pomade in your hair, you had to wear a bathing cap. And so he was up on the board, wouldn't listen to me. I said, hey, Esther, you, off the board, or I'll come up and drag you off. Well, he came off, and he said, I'll meet you outside. There used to be a chain that went across the deep end. And he cut off a six-foot length of chain. He fold up. He said, you walk out with that chain. And you walk to the car and say, you may cut me, man, but I'm going to wrap this chain around your head. I said, yep. you're kidding me. He said, no, if you don't, don't come back. And he was right. So I walked out with the chain. And I walked up to my car. And they, had, they in those days, used to remember the straight razor? You'd bang them on the curb, get them rusty, put them in a the rain barrel, get them rusty. And I looked at him, but I was smart then. I said, first of all, then I said, Russ. when I tell you get off the board, you get off the board, and I'll kick you out again, but I shouldn't have called you. Esther Williams, I apologize for that. I apologize, but I didn't know that apology was going to work. He said, you apologize to me? I said, I apologize for that. Not for throwing you out, but I apologize for what I said. He said, okay, he closed the straight razor and my heart began to beat again.
0: So... I can tell you a single thing that happened in that story. I have no idea. There was a chain, there's a razor.
1: his inflection was so weird telling that story yes. too like i've never heard him speak like that like corn pop
0: a, was a bad dude hey, run a bunch
1: of bad boys
0: <laughs> just like what
1: and also the fact that he was a person of authority in 1962 <laughs> blows my mind he was some like like he was old enough to be trusted to watch for people yeah, in 1962 i would like to see those pictures though
0: well, Joe Biden was really, he, really hot. Very dreamy. He was extremely hot. I would
1: love to see him in a lifeguard uniform. Yeah, that's
0: no, that's not a joke. he yeah. was it, he was fine. One other thing, I I just before we get into the real news, want to say about the corn pop story is I love that the moral of the story is that Joe Biden should like that apologizing really would help Joe Biden, mm-hmm. and that is something that he. In every single debate, and in our whole debate debrief, we were like, Why won't Joe Biden just apologize? And it turns out he learned this lesson with Corn Pop Mm -hmm. in 1962. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, Joe Biden, listen to your own crazy, weird story about a Delawarean gangster named Corn Pop. Okay. Main news? Yeah, let's get into the main news Uh, TBT, Brett Kavanaugh. Boom. I'm so, I'm not upset that we're learning more and that like the spotlight on his bad behavior is back. I'm just upset that, it just that brings, we have to do this. It again. just
1: brings back some bad memories. Yeah. I remember, cause I remember the day after it, like when it became apparent that he was going to become a Supreme court justice, yeah. it felt like losing the 2016 election again Yeah, for, for if, like oh, a bit.
0: I remember the feeling of like that day cause we were in the office and I, uh, we were watching the, mm-hmm. the hearings. And I remember like seeing Christine Plasey Ford give her statement. And I was like, there's no way he's going to come back from that. That was amazing. Like being so moved by it. And then watching him do his and being like, not thinking that like, I wasn't like moved by his statement, yeah. but realizing like, Oh, he's screaming and crying and yelling. And it's absolutely going to work. Yeah. Like realizing midway through that. I was like, like at first being like oh my god this is ridiculous he's mm-hmm. like screaming about his calendars and his friends squee like this is so stupid and then it's slowly dawning on me like as the questions are being asked and as it's come like as i'm watching the playback that i'm like oh my god that worked
1: i know do you drink beer do you, do you drink, drink beer, beer senator? senator
0: that's to, that was to no that wasn't that was to klobuchar was that to klobuchar mm-hmm. i was like that was to klobuchar she's like right? no
1: my dad was an alcoholic so i don't really drink <laughs> And she was like, uh. he was like,
0: oh. He's like, oh, I mean, uh, anyway. Uh. <laughs> I fucking hate Brett yeah. Kavanaugh.
1: Um, so yeah, a new book and a corresponding New York Times story revealed that more evidence to support uh, Deborah Ramirez's claim that Justice Kavanaugh exposed himself to her while they were both in college.
0: If you don't remember, because it took me a minute, like, To go back to that time, I feel like I blacked it out. So Christine Blasey Ford came forth with her allegations and then there were several other allegations, Mm -hmm. the most credible of those being from his former Yale classmate, Deborah Ramirez. Mm -hmm. Uh, And yeah, she says that she was drunk, at a party, she got really drunk, she passed out and he like, Took his dick out and yeah. like put it in her face, and then yeah. she had to like swat it away, and then she had to touch his gross dick, and yeah. it's a horror. I mean, it's really gross. Yeah, and something that the person that we learned Brett Kavanaugh was, and I, like, it's completely within his character mm-hmm. of Brett Kavanaugh. Like, obvious. I don't know. It's like obviously.
1: Well, so it it was this. It's from a book by Times reporters called "The Education of Brett Kavanaugh: An Investigation." Um, And basically it goes into It focuses on Deborah Ramirez uh, And like what her Campus life was She was kind of bullied Um, Mm -hmm. Think about this This was like many decades ago And she is part French And part Puerto Rican And she experienced a lot of bullying there Because you know It was more of like a waspy culture Um, So the story reveals new evidence That supports her account That Kavanaugh thrusts his penis at her Causing to inadvertently swat it away Seven people, including two fellow Yale classmates, told the reporters that they knew about the incident years before Kavanaugh became a federal judge, and it also confirms that the FBI found Ramirez to be credible. However, the FBI didn't really investigate her claim. So at the time, uh, Senate investigators said they couldn't corroborate her account. But Mrs. R- Ms. Ramirez's lawyer gave the FBI a list of at least 25 people who may have had corroborating evidence And the borough interviewed none of them
0: Yeah it like remember back Again going back to that time All this stuff came out And Mitch McConnell And the Senate Republicans were like Okay fine we're going to do this FBI Investigation but The FBI investigation was like one week long And the mm-hmm. scope of it was Extremely limited so they weren't Really it was it was like Not a real investigation yeah. In the sense of I don't know. Well, like,
1: they were like, we can't wait around. It's like, because, like, this needs to be timely. And it's like, no, they just wanted to ram him through as quick as possible. Right. So there wasn't more investigations because they knew that he was not a good nominee.
0: And it's like, wait, you, we have to do this really fast, even though you held open a Supreme Court seat for an entire year to wait for an election, because apparently we didn't need to fill them in a timely manner. God, that's so infuriating to think about. Like,
1: um so the piece also uh, uncovered a new allegation involving another female student in an allegedly similar student, another Yale student named Max Dyer told senators and the FBI, he saw Kavanaugh do something similar at another party with another female uh, uh, student. And the FBI did not investigate that. Um, It also made, so the story made a big splash too, because the New York times released, like tweeted out the article Mm -hmm. and let me read you the caption. Oh my
0: God. I saw this.
1: Having a penis thrust in your face at a drunken dorm party may seem like harmless fun, but when Brett Kavanaugh did it to her, Deborah Ramirez says it confirmed that she didn't belong at Yale in the first place. Harmless fun? Harmless fun? What the fuck? <laughs> that is crazy. That is wi- like wild. Who? who who wrote
0: that? Who wrote that? <laughs> because I I mean the ignorance behind it. It's it it's a it's astonishing to me on two levels. One, thinking that, and two, not realizing in the current world and yes. climate that you can't say that. Like Even if you do think it, which one, you're wrong, you're fucking crazy. But number two, not realizing that you can't tweet that from a New York Times verified account on an article that is about to be and you know will be one of the biggest, like a huge splash article. Like You would think that it would, like the tweet that accompanied this article would go through like a lot of revisions.
1: Harmless. Like they must not have a process or I mean, I would be shocked if they didn't. Yeah. How could they not like? It's clearly not an intern running their fucking Twitter account.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's someone who has, <laughs> has an agenda about what they'd like to do at a party. I, I know guess. it's like,
1: ha- like I would like to ask this person, have they ever thrust their penis in someone's face like, at a party? At a party? Because now because I question. Because they were asleep. Yeah, like what? No. no. Even if you like fucking with anyone while they're asleep is a dick move. Yeah, in it's the lame. first place.
0: It's lame. It's it's like bad. Sl- it's like. Uh, bad slumber party behavior. Yeah, it's, it's not funny. I know. Don't it's, draw on people who no, are drunk. It's stupid. don't put their hand in water. Don't doesn't
1: mean doesn't do anything.
0: Don't do it. Yeah, it's not, it's not needed.
1: Um. So since this has come out, uh, several Democratic presidential candidates have called for Kavanaugh's impeachment. Liz Warren, she tweeted out about it. Um she says confirmation is not exoneration And these newest revelation revelations Are disturbing like the man who appointed him Kavanaugh should be impeached Um yep. Kamala Harris said he must be impeached Julian Castro called for it vice president Joe Biden um uh- Oh wait no he did not call
0: no he Just said that they were profoundly Troubling revelations Ugh. Uh but he didn't go So far as to call for Impeaching um Kavanaugh. H-
1: Julian Castro called for impeachment um Then Trump on Twitter accused news outlets of trying to pressure the justice isn't justice into taking more liberal positions than suggested without elaborating. He then said justice department should come to his rescue. Okay. okay. He
0: also tweeted today that he thinks, um, That, like, the Justice Department should investigate Obama's Netflix deal. Mm -hmm. And the way he communicated that was by ending a tweet that, (laughs) by just saying, Obama Netflix? (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's just a long tweet about nothing. And then at the end, he's like, Obama Netflix? (laughs) And I'm just
1: like, (laughs) end his book deal. Yeah. He questioned his book deal, too. I mean, it's like, bro, this guy is probably the most famous person in the world, Barack Obama. Yeah. Like, and of course, he's going to sign the biggest fucking book deal ever. Yeah. Like d- d- duh.
0: Also, Trump would sign a Netflix deal yesterday. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> like he fucking wishes yeah. he could get a Netflix deal. That's what that's really about. Is that he knows that as soon as his presidency is over, he's going to like hulu free. <laughs> like he's <laughs> not
1: <laughs> Oh, I'm really excited to get um Disney Plus. Have you heard of this? I have, have looked heard it?
0: of it, but I haven't looked into it. It seems like there's a new streaming service every day.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's kind of unfortunate that we have to pay for another thing, but I feel like I will because it'll have like a catalog of every Disney movie ever. And that it's going nice. to have like new original star Wars series and new original Marvel series, like starring the actors from the movies. It's going to be really cool. Um, like, I can't wait to watch Sleeping Beauty at whenever I Anytime. want. Anytime. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I was thinking about that, like, uh, recently. The Like, I used to have just such a large collection of VHSs mm-hmm. and, like, in those, like, plastic, like, things. Mm-hmm. And I had so many movies at my disposal at all times. And now I guess you technically have every movie at your disposal yeah. at all times. But, like, the collection yeah. is gone.
1: Um, so I kind of was figuring, like, how does impeachment even work? So Mm -hmm. there's only been one justice to be impeached in the history of the United States. Okay. And it was an associate justice, and his name was Samuel Chase, and this was in 1805.
0: Do we know what he did? I'm going to Google it. I don't know what he did. I'm going to Google it right
1: now. So, but he did not, he was not, he was acquitted by the Senate, so he wasn't actually impeached. Oh. So it's, you would require 67 senators to agree to impeach, and then a majority vote is required in the House.
0: (laughs) Wait till you hear what he was impeached for. What was he impeached for? What he wasn't. This was so bad in 1805 that he was rem- he they wanted to remove him from office for letting partisan leanings affect his decisions. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! I'm so sad.
1: I really wish we didn't know. Oh that. my god! Oh my god!
0: Literally, can you even imagine? They're like, hey, this guy seems like he has partisan leanings. Oh,
1: I mean, that's then we can. I mean, up that's and beautiful. That, yeah, I mean, that that's great.
0: I mean, then Kavanaugh should be doubly impeached. You Neil know, Gorsuch <laughs>
1: should be impeached. Get rid um, of, uh,
0: get rid. Of, I mean, I guess Clarence Thomas, but also Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Well, she.
1: Well, the thing about RBG is she was like a moderate, and then had to become a yeah. liberal because there was no liberal voice yeah. on it. Yeah. Um, We'd have to redo
0: the whole thing, basically. (laughs) We need to start over. It is, like...
1: It's such a stupid... It's a stupid rule that they have a job for life. Yeah. Like... And Nobody
0: should have a job for life. No,
1: that's crazy. I feel
0: like when we decided not to have a king, that's what we were saying. We were Pretty like, much. you know what? Actually, no one should have a job for life.
1: And people died at 45. Yeah. In 1776.
0: That's also true.
1: So like, okay, yeah, you appoint them at 35, but they're only going to be there for like max 10 years. Yeah.
0: They didn't realize, the founding fathers didn't know what an 80 year old is like. People, they, I know. They didn't know like <laughs> what what's going on there that poor ruth bader ginsburg is gonna have to battle cancer every goddamn day and get back up and like sit on the bench
1: she's gonna be a cyborg in like 2050 just like rolling that court yes she's gonna have an iron lung and iron you know everything else um iron will and an iron will she does she's got that already um should we do one more thing
0: yeah um. Uh, so Purdue Pharma has filed for bankruptcy uh, So last week Purdue Pharma They are the makers of Oxycontin Owned by the Sackler family uh, They struck a tentative deal With 2,000 states, cities, and co- counties And tribes Imagine you're being sued By states, cities, counties, and tribes
1: Everyone hates you
0: Literally, it's like, you know what? There's no type of organization mm-hmm. that has not gotten in on fucking suing <laughs> us. Uh, they, Because of their role in worsening the opioid crisis, basically they were the makers of OxyContin. They really, really pushed heavy prescriptions of OxyContin despite internal emails showing that they knew it was how addictive and, it was. And they
1: still um, basically said it wasn't addictive, yeah, even, like even though the, they knew.
0: Yeah, they marketed it as a non-addictive Painkiller even Mm -hmm. though they knew that it was Addictive and they knew it for a long time Before they admitted it So um, basically Purdue Pharma under this new Deal they are going To have to uh, file for chapter 11 bankruptcy Mm -hmm. and this is Kind of a way for them to Avoid it's basically A way for them to like try to get all of the lawsuits done in one fell mm-hmm. swoop. the Sackler family is going to give up ownership of mm-hmm. Purdue Pharma and they're going to uh pay I think the Sackler family itself is going to pay three billion dollars to the plaintiffs, but the deal in total is around like ten or twelve billion dollars. yeah and what's crazy about that is that the Sackler family still billionaires after that it doesn't even
1: and there's so it's getting a little sketchy with the Sec, uh, the Sackler family as well because yes. new evidence is suggesting that they have been like, squirreling away money in lots of sketchy ways to protect, it, to protect it in the event of an eventual lawsuit against them because they knew they were fu- they were fucked up, and they're like, oh, shit, we want our billions.
0: Yeah, the New York Attorney General, Letitia James, like, immediately after they announced this deal, mm-hmm. came out and was like, no, we have evidence that they're, like, moving their money to offshore accounts and trying to get away with, like, you know, hiding assets to make it... The thing that rich people do, where they hide their assets to make it look like... They're yeah. worth less than they are. Whatever rich people games.
1: So in total, it seems like they're giving like ten to billion, ten to twelve billion, the de- like for the deal, including three billion from the Sackler family. The Sackler family is believed to possess thirteen billion. That's what they said they had, but now that's what they think there's more. Um, oh, there's
0: definitely more. There's
1: definitely more.
0: There's so much more.
1: Imagine being that evil. <laughs>
0: it's like, and the crazy thing is like. Prior to this, I've read a bunch of articles about like how the Sackler family is like, they're so pissed because prior to this, they have this like philanthropic reputation. Like if you, I mean, if you walk around this city, you'll see Sackler mm. on, I think the Met has a Sackler gallery. Like they're all over the place. And they used to be like big givers to charity. And now a bunch of these places like won't continue to take donations yeah. from them. And it's like ruined their reputation. And all of them are really sad because everyone being yeah. so mean to them.
1: But, you know, it's like since overdoses started to begin happening, you know, like about 700,000 Americans have died from opioid overdoses since 1999. I don't know if that includes the people who then became addicted to heroin to subsidize their opioid addiction because, you know, Oxycontin is very expensive opioid as opposed to heroin like yeah. i don't know about you i know i know a lot of people who've died from cuz new jersey I has a really bad problem with yeah. opioids too and so it's like this touches uh, like nearly every community my
0: fiance has seen a lot of people from his community cuz he's from wisconsin you know mm-hmm. uh Blue collar ish up or to upper middle class area of Wisconsin, and they've lost a lot of people. It's not yeah. a joke. And also, the opioid epidemic like it started with Oxycontin in the 90s with them marketing Oxycontin. And then, as you alluded to, people got addicted. They mm. either couldn't get the prescription anymore, the prescription was too expensive. So, a lot of people would turn to heroin, or now. Fentanyl is yeah. like widely available because people ship it in from China and it's also an opioid and it's really, really well, addictive. people,
1: they'll cut it with heroin and yes. people won't realize mm-hmm. and they'll just overdose and die.
0: Mac Miller, he yeah. died because it was fake oxys with fentanyl in it. Yeah. So like, yeah, this it, is it, it's, it's, you know, you think... The opioid epidemic seems like this big thing and maybe you don't realize that you directly know someone related because you're like, oh, well, they died of a fentanyl overdose. And it's like, yeah, but that's the opioid Mm -hmm. epidemic. They died because their drugs were cut with this thing. That's the opioid epidemic. Mac Miller, the victim himself.
1: So 24 states have agreed to the deal. There are some holdouts, including Washington, D.C. Some politicians and activists have gone further, demanding that not just the opioid manufacturers and distributors pay for the financial harm they caused, but they are held criminally liable. Sem- several Democratic presidential candidates have proposed legislation that would hold to attempt individual-, individual executives accountable for their role in feeling opioid overprescribing. If corporations are people, yeah. then they should be charged as people People,
0: yeah held accountable you know it's because you know there was a story again to go back to mac miller there the guy who sold him the bad drugs Mm -hmm. is now being prosecuted and going to jail and it's like okay that's like one foot soldier in this like army of the opioid epidemic and you know getting him off the like holding him criminally liable that's one person But the actual structure that Mm -hmm. created all of this, he's like at the very bottom of a very long, like like Mm -hmm. line of people. And at the top is the Sackler family.
1: Yeah. And like it just doesn't make it makes sense to me that like obviously an individual had to make this decision on behalf of a corporation. No corporation isn't like a thinking human person. No. It's a makeup of people. And a person had to make this decision that they were gonna push it despite knowing it was addictive. And, you know, like someone should fucking go to jail. Yeah. For that.
0: Someone should. They have Multiple internal people. emails. We know who the people are that made these decisions and those people should. If if low level drug dealers are going to be held accountable, and I'm not saying that they shouldn't be, but mm-hmm. if they are, the high level drug dealers also mm-hmm. need to be held accountable.
1: For real. For Word. real.
0: All right. Well, I think that's the end of the episode.
1: Yeah. um, Guys, as always, remember to rate, review, and subscribe. Yes. It really helps our listenership grow.
0: Uh, Also, listen to us on Spotify. Mm -hmm. We're on Spotify. Mm -hmm. We love being on Spotify. Yeah.
1: We've got an interview coming up on Thursday's episode at the end of like our regular news portion with Liz Plank. So make sure you keep an ear out for that.
0: Yeah. Um, and uh, guys, until the end of Democracy, I'm Elise Morales.
1: I'm Brian Russell-Smith.
0: And this is the Betches Stuff Podcast.
2: Betches.